the wand, a puff of smoke, and the magic man pulls one out of the hat. I still, still can't believe it happened. Welcome to the Marora's Magic Podcast. I'm Selby, your host with us, our good friend Xavier Ellis. Save. Oh, great to be here, mate. Uh, day off tomorrow, so... Uh, you're keen to tuck into a couple of stubbies here and then uh, we might even just scramble and, and sneak one more in somewhere else. But uh, great to be here. So, geez, I'm looking forward to footy. The, I reckon the Big Vashes uh, has revamped itself a little bit, but the last couple of days, I've just been sitting bit, there, eh? just give me some bloody footy now. What's happening now? You've watched Twitter's lighting up, yet match sim started. You've got Ryan Daniels starting to do a few of his uh, yeah. tweets. You, you know yeah. it's getting close. It's getting close. Yeah, a few players, are, more injuries are starting to pop up. I don't know if you've yeah. noticed because obviously tra- training ramps Stepped up. Stepped up a little bit. Um, you see more people down at the front of those medical centres getting... Uh, what about when they journalists and stuff are waiting out the front of those medical centres? So you do your scan. You don't get your results back. Uh, five, uh, what, did, what did you make of it? You're like... Yeah, what do I know? Like, he knows he but can feel something. Here's one for you. Yeah. I'm really digressive and it would come to me. Surely in 2023, you should be able to just scan it. Oh, it's a grade two. No, they you send know. it off. I oh, know they, they said, why well, send it off? It should be better. Different be jobs. No, no, the person no, on the person goes, not the... No, no, not that, the, I don't know. Well, you know more than anyone. Yeah. I wonder how much money I used of uh, Hawthorne and... They're not cheap. Nah. <laughs> anyway. So today, we almost called an annual. We did it. I think it's our third year. We're going to do it, which is the player request uh, mm. special. We put up the tweet out uh, last week about... Uh, Oh, sorry, a couple of days ago about a player and we're going to go through yep. those most requested players and give a deep dive analysis. Now that I've finished my profiles, I've got all a done. handle. All done in terms of like I've gone through them all, yeah. 820 whatever times two because the super coach ones were done as well. Um, how many were you doing a day, you reckon? Oh, mate, don't even... Jesus, to, you so said I'm no to golf bit, for the first time I'm in still, a long time. Uh, still a bit of a broken man, so we, we don't bring it up. But because I had to start this in... November to get them done. I'll just go back over them and just make sure yeah, any updates, yeah. any changes, any tweaks. And um, so we're on track for that early Feb kickoff, which is good. So this yeah. will be the last of the podcasts or the free ones on Spotify before the season guide kicks off. And when that's on, most of our podcasts will be just for that season guide component mm-hmm. and be part of the package, which is now this uh, the season guide uh, preview for the season. And of course, Starlight, it's an important element that you support Starlight. You're still promising four wishes? Four wishes, yep. So that's for the pre-orders. I dare say it's going to continue for the for the once it's live yeah. because we want to match what we did last year, which was 26000 bucks, which was four wishes to Starlight. So pre-orders are open now. I know some people are having a few bit of difficulty with the payment at the moment, you can't press a button or something. A huh? few people, I don't know, don't ask She's me. But that's, that's, that's the one button that yeah, needs know, to work But it's out. like, well, mate, like the developer's still working on a few other tweets. I might as well focus on that because when it's live, yeah. we'll be fine. So um, don't stress. You'll be The money will still go to Starlight once the, the thing kicks off live. But if you pre-order, all the better because we can get rip right into it once the... Uh, once that early Feb date happens. Have you played around, and I know this is not a super coach directed podcast, but you don't do fantasy. Have you played around with your team yet? No, nah, need to. Need to. So I like to do my guides first, do all the profiles, get a good handle on the players, and then I put pen to paper. We're talking an hour ago is when I finished the last one sort of stuff. Is that why you weren't, weren't answering your phone today? Yeah, I know, I know. I was in, I was in a bit of danger. But and we're meant to be playing basketball tonight, 9.40 uh, tip-off. Yeah, I was a bit flat. They four-footed oh, the Yeah, opposition. four-footed. Oh, I wasn't flat, but... Uh, I'll tell you what, we've got this um, game plan because we wanted to forfeit too and we're a chance to forfeit, but you never flinch. Those 940 games, never flinch. The opponent will always forfeit. Because if you forfeit... You lose. You lose your money and you lose the you game. You lose the points. So you got it's the, last, it's the last team to flinch. So their group chat would have been going, oh, fuck, forfeit, bug it, pull the trigger. So at 3 o'clock today, the message came through. And no, you're cheering. No. Oh, I was looking God. forward to pulling them back on. Not at 940. What, yeah, what, 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 what was your nickname? used to call me the chairman of the boards back then. <laughs> 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 no, I was winding up, but I'm no good at all. The Italy, so we, we got, you, you've got the uh, tough patience the best of time. It's going to be see how you go with 20 of the best. No, that's right. We, through, we don't have so. ones that go naming six players and saying, put them in order though, do we? No, no, that's no, for later in the pre-season. That's season guy oh, time. But today's just 20. Right. I think we got 80 requests. If, we'll go a bit of a Burt Newton. Is it Burt Newton who did the countdown? Was he countdown? Oh, 20 to 1? He's dead, isn't he? Is he proud bread? I think now Bert went. I think. Okay, well maybe not Bert. Larry Ender. One of them. One of them. Count just down. use a James Brayshaw or someone who we know is still kicking. Twenty to one. We're going to count down from uh, least requested of the twenty to, to the most okay. requested, and a few of the players who missed out. Pretty relevant ones: Darcy Cameron, Ron Marshall, Aaron Hall, Taron Thomas. 
Sam Doherty, midfield yeah. time for Adrian Weeks. So they're missing. If you want my deep analysis and thoughts on them, it's all in the season guide. But we kick it off at number 20, Jason Horn Francis. Ooh. Have you caught the Kane Corns back and forth with Horn Francis? And well, he loves Horn Francis. Yeah, and he? saying you know, stuff about Thomas and the support he's getting via the support. Yeah. Horn, I'm just putting Horn I reckon people have forgotten Horn Francis had moved a little bit. Do you know what I mean? Like, he's just putting him back in the headlights. Yeah. Well, he wasn't well loved, and you could tell that by some of the, the stuff was happening. Zerha. Traded the Zerha, <laughs> the, the Hornet. But looking at it, so the attraction comes because he's been earmarked to be a midfield player. Well, he has Port. to be midfield, yeah. The only thing you say, you say has to be midfield. Their number one midfield group this coming year will be Butters, Rosie, and Ollie Wines, won't it? Yeah, but there's four. There's four. <laughs> so then I think Willem Drew gets moved out. I spoke about him before. Yeah. Boke. Yeah. Don't see anything yeah. of him. Half forward. Where, where, where Boke started his footy for 10 yeah. years. Half went forward. back there for a little mid-season yeah. progression. But so you're Boke in the Hornets the four. So Boke, what Boke if you is 35 this year. Percentage breakdowns. What's, where's the Hornet? 70% midfield. Okay, well, that's big. So I was surprised in the fact, looking at last year, he I, played... Four. I would say he'll be more midfield time than Butters and Rosie. Hornet will. Yep. He can't play anywhere else. He played in the Sandful League. He was... He, he hadn't, he, he hadn't hit puberty. Forward. You still could mark... Not a hair on it. He, he just... He wasn't ready. He, he has to play midfield. Number one draft pick, strong body, able to be there. No set plays in that midfield. I think he's 70% midfield. All right. Well, he. I was surprised. I thought he had less than 40% last year. 40% is still a decent look. Yeah. I know at a team which, one, didn't kick in the footy and two, weren't getting the footy. But 62 average is pretty mediocre for what the opportunity I think he might have got. So to yeah. get that jump to maybe an 85, which you probably want him to get to be a worthwhile selection... It's a big jump. And 70% CBA Let's is... Let's not forget he's still only a second-year player. Yeah. And second-year breakouts are rare, but when they happen, they happen big. So we've talked about in the past, Clayton Oliver, he went from a 60 to a 104 or something. Tarano went from a 60 to a high 90s. Warple went to a 97 in the second year. So yeah. it definitely happens. But then sometimes they, you think it's going to happen and you don't really get that jump. No, I, reckon, I reckon he's more in the type of player as a Petrarca, Dusty. Not saying anything, but in terms of... He's going to be at his best when he's strong enough and fit enough to break tackles and all that sort of stuff. I can't see him being an accumulator just yet. No, I don't think he's an accumulator. So my view, with those two, so the big ones in my winning sides was a Oliver and a Taranto. I didn't start the season with them. The way fantasy works with those two trades per week, it's great to see. He might play 70% in the preseason. Yeah. I'd you'll get a, you'll get a good look at it. I'd have a look round one, round two, then I'd fire. I'll, personally, I wouldn't be starting with him. Off the top. Next player, number 19, Domi Sheed, West the Coast. dominator. Saw him the other day. Yeah, you said he's been dominating. Fit, running well. Uh, Dom was a possession hunter too. Like, he is a traditional, could get 30 touches easily. Yeah, and has done in yeah, AFL yes, level. Yes, yeah. So, a couple of things. Firstly, that I heard him speak to, there's a new the, uh, AFL Fancy Fanatics, our good mate, Tim Guest, he, uh, he's got a little podcast thing he does with Dale. Uh, yeah, he's I did a, see that. He had a chat with, with Sheed, who obviously echo what you said, he's feeling really fit after his injury year last year. Comes in price at 67, which is cheap as chips. Mm. Obviously, the 30, 27% discount from his 2021-91. So if he gets back to a 91, 90-plus 90 averaging player, he's going to be a dominator, yeah. winner. The only concerns, and you like to bring out these devil advocate, is... Wingman, which is where he typically was. He was a half forward. Have you got his, are you able to draw up his uh, centre bounces from the year before? That's probably a bit hard. Well, 2020, 55% yeah. for his 87, which borderline is probably not enough, I don't think. 55? 55%. Not enough. Or 87 okay. scoring, not enough either. Okay, right. Because he was a wing half forward. Uh, yeah, no, he, he, played, he played a lot inside. He did 66, play. 66, well, he has done. 66 in 2021 yeah. and then 88 in that one game last year. So obviously similar. No, he's an insider. Inside He'll be inside. Okay, because yeah. he needs to. Because I think yeah, no, no. the wingman these days, you're looking at all the good teams, side, bottom on the wing, or even Holmes on the wing for uh, Geelong, Melbourne. They've got a lane. I'll tell you he's not a bad winger. Pickett. Pickett, yeah. McIntosh, the other side. They all average 50. The wingmen these day and age... They don't rack it. They don't rack it no, at all. No. Like, gone of the days... Gaffey Andrew would have Gaffey 37 or 8 Average or 1, 10 on a wing. Yeah. That doesn't happen anymore. So if he were to be a wingman, I'd put a line through it. If it's inside, Mitch would sound like he was on that thing. And if, if you think he's an inside, then 
this day and age with a f- way footy. I don't think he's played. quick enough and fit enough to be a traditional wingman. Nah, they liked it. They used to like putting him out there in the half four. But if he does get the indication last year, Simo had him eighty-eight percent for that one game. If that remains, I think he's going to blow that price out of the water and will be a good starting pick. And that sort of price point you need if they do pay off and get close enough for those top top yeah. liners. So yeah. Competition. Saw a video the other day. Dommy was maybe a pick or two before Cripper. Yeah, went WA boy too. Yeah. They, um, or the two both WA boys. Yeah, yeah, and they must. I didn't because they said they showed a Paddy Cripps journey to to Brownlow Medal on a little video I was watching. And it went, you know, pick number thirteen uh, yep. in Northampton, and underneath it said Dom Sheed. So yeah, he must before. he must have just been drafted. Would have yeah. felt the pressure early, and that goal probably. Dom's a good player. Yeah. <laughs> Next one, oh, and I reckon Paddy Cripps would hand a Brownlow back for that goal. Yeah, definitely. Shit, yeah. Definitely. Uh, next one, we've spoken about him a bit this preseason because I'm pretty bullish. It's Jack McRae in terms of the request. He, I've mentioned this before, 2018, 123, 2019, 116, 112, 116. He's a 112 plus player, even a 116 plus. What way are those right numbers role. going? Well, they were going pretty well until last year's 104. Yeah, they've been going backwards since, what, what year did you start reading them out? 2018. What, so what were they again? They were 123, 116, 112, 116, 104. So other than the 116 that pops up, yeah, four of the five years down. has been going south. But what has also been going south for his centre bounces, 78 in 2021 for his 116 to 64 last year for his 104. Yeah. bit like she, those outside, when he sits on the wing or half four, they don't get those positions they used nah. to do back in the day. Insides get more positions than they ever have. If he's back inside with this Dunkley leaving, if he gets that back to 78, then you'd have to say still only 28. Ooh, yeah, I did Google that earlier. Mm. He'd be a, he'll be the I, one I, I'm, not, I'm, not, no, I'm, I'm off the McRae bandwagon. Nice player. Uh, I just can't see the Bulldogs. Do, do you think the Bulldogs think they can win the grand final? Do, they, do, they, do you think they think they're in the window? Well, the doggies? a quarter time two years ago they were. Yeah, and last year they were smacking smack, smack Frio in the first final and then fell over somehow. Mm. I still think they think they're in the window, hence why they went and got Lobb, etc. I can't see them feeding um, McRae anymore, anything less. He's slow, doesn't kick it that well. Got a fantastic player, so, they, no, don't worry, so it's a, a superstar. But I think they need to find another avenue at the Bulldogs to play a different brand of football, and it might be Baz Lanka. Yeah, no, I've, I've heard you say that before. Or a Riley be, Garcia. You know, someone like with... Well, he, apparently he's training Riley Garcia. Just, just, knowledge, just speed. Where did you pull him from? Swan District Sport coach. Swan District Sport, he's a coach. He, um, you might be right, and you've, you've second-guessed me, because when you think Jack McRae, it's his sort of... He almost bon, lopes. A loper. He almost bon, lopes as a... Yeah, Bont's a loper, and you can't have too many lopers in there. But at least Bont runs a bit more straight lines. That's, that's, yeah, that's what I'm saying. You've got one loper who's, who's in. Yeah, no, nah, I'm with you. So, what do you do with McRae? I'm, I'm not going. Yeah, he might play if midfield, but we're never. not we're not waiting for those little short forty fives. He used to try and chase and running into space. So it's Baz whacking inside fifty. Yeah, I would think. Now, this player, the next requested, sort of burnt you a little bit last year. So you, I know you don't. Oh, love right. him. if this is Parish, I'm turning my mic off for three minutes. Yeah, I'll see you in three minutes, save. So Darcy Parish and the people have spoken. He's coming in cheap. Price at 100, which isn't cheap, cheap. Like, someone coming in this price, you need them to perform 110 plus yeah. and be like a Brayshaw was last year coming at this price. And it stays in. And you'll save that money you've got in for the rest of the year. If they stick around the 100 mark like a Josh Kelly did this time yeah. last year, they're technically a failed pick yeah. because people are going to pick that Blake play at 100, price at 100 to go 110 or the 110 player who goes 115. And... It's been last two years, it's been, yep, he's definitely going to go 110. You think, well, how's this bloke going to go 110 after he went 82 in the second half of last year post-buy? But we'll talk about the year before when he, when he started off house and fire, winning medal after medal. Oh, amazing. Anzac Day, there's another one in there. Uh, Dreamtime. Uh, Dreamtime over here, he, he won the medal. So I think that year he was averaging 113 first half year then had a big drop-off when he started getting... Tagged and he uh, does. He, he looks like a player who, on his terms, as Clarko would say, on his terms, he's a star. Uh, a little bit like a Zach Merritt there at times, you know, on his terms, he's a star. But if you get someone up your clacker, yeah, he's not, he's not going to win and get that. And they, he can't go forward and kick three, it, which doesn't help because it's hard to kick goals. But if you're a Essendon supporter or coach, you go, Well, Darcy's only had 15, he's going to kick two or three goals. You go, well, we'll take that. 
Yeah. I, I don't think he's got that ability to break it. But then when it is on his terms, so we mentioned oh, yeah, that 113, then last year, 108 to start the season, first half of the year, and then second half, that's when he had that calf issue. Oh, don't. Which we don't like to bring up in front of Xavier Ellis, but his average for the season, excluding that lowest game, bumps up to 105, which is, again, his price at 110. So at 100, yeah. you'd think he's probably 105 without that injured game. That lower scoring game. And I think he had another one where he was hobbled as well. Yeah, hobbled, we hobbled him. a lot. Yeah. The vision of him. And when we say terms, two years ago we all forgot how good Zach Merritt was, and Parrish was the the name. Yeah, I think Zach Merritt reminded a few of the back half of last year that he that he is that player. And I think who are you tagging? Team, well, I think they're tagging Merritt, aren't 100%. they? Which then means, okay, well, if they tag Merritt, not sure how good Essen are going to be anyway. But if Parrish could be that one ten. Change of game style under the new coach. Yeah, I saw someone did a tweet today saying it's a lot more chip mark, which is surprising as it goes away what? from old Brad Scott's board in a chip mark game. Slower, because even Bombers are pretty like, yeah. let's go gung-ho. When things look good, it looks good. And then who did someone did the tweet today. Who yeah, watched, right. A proper blue ticker. Yeah. Juno. Uh, that looks to be a lot more calculated, composed, which then brings a few of these defenders. Well, who's their good kicker? Ridley. Who's their good Redmond, kick? Redmond. Merit's Merit. a beautiful kick, but he can't kick it to himself. Yeah, yeah, true. So, long story short, I'm I'm mentioning him earlier in the piece. I think the first ever Sound podcast bullish. of this preseason, you said name a player for me. I think mm. I said Darcy Parish. The next one again. Speaking of bullish, Zachy Butters. We've talked about it a bit last week too. We went best predict twenty two and potentially controversially because the name of the preseason has been Connor Rosie, but yeah. I've got Butters ahead of Rosie, which I think he has been ahead of him up until mid last year. Mm. When we I don't him. think either of them have played a full season, have they? No. Nah. No. Nah. Like, Butters uh, would get a high score, then an ordinary score, then did his knee. Rosie was dead ordinary early and then yeah. sprung to life. Um, how, how, does, how does Kenny get consistency out of him? Or is it saying, see you, see you Boke, sorry, Ollie Wines, um, you're... I think that's it. They've, they've gone to the well, a couple of prelims with Boke and Wines. Yeah. So I would rather, this is if I was coaching, go my first centre bounce would be, they need a Ruckman. Is it Tickle? Who knows? And my, my first centre bounce is Horn Francis, Butters, Rosie. Yeah, no, I'd Done. love that too. And good luck to you, sort yeah. of thing. Because uh, they're tough. That's, well, at least Hornet and Butters are, it's not like they're all one-way runners. No. And that's part of Butters' issue is that he does go in so too hard. Too hard. For, he's not as big as you think too. Gets himself injured. So he... Yeah. he Led a lot of people down last year. I think round two he had a monster one fifty. How, how, how do you tell him? You almost don't. Do you want to coach it out of him? Oh, you have to. You know, good to us on the sidelines. Put if he keeps putting on a bit more size, he used to do it when he used to be like a little whipper. Well, it didn't work. It wasn't, wasn't a whipper last year. He kept getting his shoulder went, his knee went. So one hundred and seven last five games good last player. year came on strong, which would put him. About the fourth best forward. I'm a believer in Zach Butters. And if I had to pick one out of Rosie and Butters, I think it would be Butters because I also think Rosie might even get a bit of attention this year. You'd think so. He's the game. He's the match winner. He's that goal kick he was speaking about yeah. last week. At the end of the game, if so, you go, oh, shit, Rosie had 25 and kicked three and we lost. You go, why didn't we tag him? Uh, next name which came through, Noah Anderson. Yeah. Which is an interesting one because he's, he's at that age where he should be ready to press the button, isn't he? Coming into his... What is his fourth season? 22. He's gone past Harry Highpants. Yeah. Well, he's the only thing which could, I think, could hurt him because just his progression, 74 year one, 81 up by 10, 98 year two, second half of year, sorry, year three, second half of that year three was 104. So he's steadily... Oh, I think he's a great little footballer. Increased. The, with Harry Highpants, so Tuke Miller's still going to be a 110 plus. Mm-hmm. If High Pants gets himself up to actually winning the footy and getting 100, <laughs> yeah. 100. People who listen to these podcasts, we've got, we call someone hamstrings, we've got High Pants, we've got all sorts Who's of hamstrings. Uh, Trelaw. How many can they get for a team who's probably not going to be a top six team, all getting these big numbers, you know? Oh, I think Noah Anderson will be a good selection this year. I don't know what his price is. His price at 98. He went back half the year 104, mm. which if he did that, you'd, you'd cop that on the chin be like, that's a pretty good pick. He and says, he says leader to me. And yeah. Don't forget, Wits is back again. Like strong, First year off an ACL, yeah, he was okay. I, I think that Wits is going to go back to winning 
60 hit out sort of stuff. Like, and he comes across as a leader now yeah. where he could almost say to Took, sorry, Took, like, we love the way you play, but you're not, you know, you're not that yep. damaging. I don't know. Yeah. What I love about Anderson, I've mentioned this before, because he, he started off as a wingman. He was drafted as a pure wingman, outside, skinny, Rao was that big inside. They've slowly put him into the centre bounces. So I think he was 17% year one, 48% year two, 72% last year, and that bumped up from 68 to 75 second half. So he's got that outside attribute where he can go out and take a few marks, what Ollie Wines yeah. couldn't do back in no. the day in Hopper. He has, he has that little bit, of Brayshaw, little bit of Andy Brayshaw. He can, yeah. scurry, he can scurry off. Plus inside enough to have the opportunity to lay the tackles and that. So I'm with you. I think worst case he'll do what he did second half of the year, which is 104, which is a pass mark. Unlike a Parish price at 100, there's every chance Parish could go 100, 102, and it's like, okay, yeah. I think Anderson could or should go 104. And then best case, if, if he has... Keeps of that progression of 74, 81, 98, you're probably thinking mm. 1, 6, one, He's two. another one a little bit like Butters too, though. Like, gets his shoulder. He's an AC joint a year sort of stuff, you know, bumping someone or getting smacked in a tackle or smacking someone in a tackle. Yeah. He's, a bit, he's got a little bit of that in him. Next name, kind of mentioned him earlier when we spoke about McRae because there's a lot of Bulldogs and we've got one more to speak about later, but... With Dunkley leaving means that there's a massive hole in that rotation inside mid-roll and Marcus Bontepelli's name's been thrown up to be someone to mm-hmm. spend more time there. Looking at his season split centre bounce, I know he had that injury for a lot of last year, but he was 77-2020 when he started becoming a great fancy player. That's the year where I jumped on him mid-season. I think he was the highest scoring midfielder in the comp. From that was a big bump for you, end. wasn't it? Him and Laird, yeah. Yeah. 73, 2021, then last year down to 58%, spent more time forward. He hurt that shoulder early and he had an ankle early. Bruce was sort of not there. They needed yeah. him up forward a but bit But they've got more. Roy Lobb now. They've got no, the naughtiest man in the world. Yeah. Uh, Darcy, if forward well, or back. they're full of tall forwards. But, uh, Hagen. He should not go anywhere near the forward line. Guess what happened last year when Paddy Cripps didn't go forward? Yeah, won the Brownlow. He won the Brownlow. Yeah. They can't play forward. Keep him in the midfield. So I'm a lot more... Oh, it's funny. You, you, maybe it's just because I've been listening to you t- a bit too much, but I'm, I can see a world where Bontempelli's 80% CBAs and becomes that 110 midfielder, has a career best year, which is priced around where the Darcy Parish is the 100, where you need him to go 110 to be, okay, this is a good pick, not a Josh Kelly of last year, but an Andy Brayshaw. I can see it happening a lot more likely for Bontempelli than they can McRae. It's just that McRae has done those big numbers in the past at 115, whereas Bontempelli's always been a bit of a better player in real life. And, has and, and has gone crazy in some games. If I'm, if I'm Luke Beveridge, I want much more of Bontempelli around the football than McRae. Yeah. Next name, and an interesting one, James Rowbottom. Yeah. Bit of a, a lower name player. BT's boy. Who's boy? B, does he love him, does he? No, it's his uh, nephew. Rowbottom's his nephew. Yeah. There was someone else there, his nephew too, wasn't there? No. No, I thought it was, I think, I'm pretty sure it's Rowbottom. All right, so he's, he's come on the scene because his last five games last year averaged 107, which is yeah. was massive numbers. And he did it in an old school way of fantasy, which is... He looks like a good-looking rooster, but he plays it. With tackles. Yeah, Swan's plays way, a tough way, yeah. It? It just tackles, tackles, tackles. His tackle number's 6.8 per game for the season, which is more than the average of... of did you lay 22. 6.8 in a year? Mate, we don't want to talk about me too much. I had one game, I'm still trying to hunt <laughs> these old stats. For some reason, they're what. I was rucking against Zach Clark, East Perth. Not the, I had a bad one where the back page of the West said... Um, Zach's big day out or something. And I had 14 tackles and 30-odd hit-outs or something. Who, who was Dream the, team who, would have been 132. Uh, no, I always knew the tactic of your big big, um, big scramble tackling and you've got to always jump up with your back facing the grandstand. Yeah. That's where the stats people are. They're right. like, oh, who's that number 58? And, and yeah. did, that, did the stats person then get the job in Geelong? I paid a bit of money too. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. So the same place doing that game, which led at the 24... Tackles back to Rodon. So he comes in price 82 for someone who went 107 back half of the year, which is, it's like, well, if that happens, it's a competition yeah, we yeah. pick. Over the full year, he averaged 82 from 51% CBAs. His CBAs didn't get a bump in that last five. Like he's kind of kept that he same just found, role. He just found it. Did a bit of a defensive role. Warner's the star. Mills in there. I can't really see him getting 100. No, I can't. No. And that's a fantastic finish to the season. Sydney got a lot of soul searching to do um, post massive grand final, uh, and I reckon it'll fall on the shoulders of Luke Parker, Callum Mills, 
those guys, a little bit like when Hawthorne got rolled by Sydney in 2012, like the the the, the, the guilt and stuff that everyone, like the leaders, yeah, the the warriors of the football club felt. I, I can just see it really going onto the shoulders of the those exceptional tough. Swans. Yeah, I think he'll remain at that 50-55 and to get that 100 score, you're going to need 80% at his age. Yeah. I don't know if that will happen. No, I don't think it will. And, and what a you know, breakout sort of patch for him, but I, I can't see it. Uh, next name, and I know you don't like him. And it's funny because you, you, you don't like Frio. Maybe that's where it comes from. But Oh, shut up. What, what did someone say, though, that you hate Frio? I said, no, nah, I just like winners. <laughs> Adam Scherer. The next day, I mean, oh. I'm gun shy with him because I almost declared him last year. Writing was on the wall. Well, I don't hate Chera. Just the comparisons between Andy Brayshaw were outrageous. Yeah, well, yes, well, yes, you're right. But I might have put my hand up and said I put him in the bucket because I'm looking stats stats wise, and he played junior football with Andy Brayshaw in TAC Cup, same team. Chair average 115 fantasy. Brayshaw was like 106. Mate, Andy could have gone back to school last year and checked in as a year 10. Chair yeah, so little... not like a big bad mountain, yeah, yeah, is he? I suppose. Pretty no. neat around. No, he's a neat looking fella. And he finished the season strong at the back half of just before he left to go to Carlton. I thought, here we go. Here's his chance. They had injuries in the midfield. Yeah. Walsh was out for a bit and he, he put up a season averaging 88. Bit like Rowbottom, but I've got a bit more confidence in him. His last five, he averaged 108. And again, it was like, well, there's where was that early in the season? No, I had a few of my members start with him. And I do like Chera. So if I was Carlton, for example, I know George Schultz was a, was a nice pickup for them, but I would rather my midfield of Cripps, Walsh, Chera. That's what I thought. Yeah. But I think you just look when Carlton started losing games back into the year, it's when Hewitt was out. Of I think course. he played a pretty important role. No, he did, but I, I would love to have seen Chera... Have, have the go from the start, and you're the man. And so, you know, they paid a lot of money, gave up a lot to get him. Yeah, and they uh, put and him 54% in the middle. Did he do a hamstring or something last well, year? Well, that's too? the thing. He got that early injury. He had a score in that price out of 88, an average of 88. He had a five in there. So get rid of that. And his lowest score, exclu- so average yeah. excluding lowest is 93. So that's okay. probably the benchmark. So, worst case scenario, he's going to have a five point upside, even if he has a disappointing year like he did. Yeah. Best case, he can probably do what he did in the last five. The opening comes because Walsh is likely to miss the start of the season. I saw him running again the other day. Yeah. yeah. I, I, he's young, Chera, too. I, I joke, I don't like... He's, look, we still forget how young some of those guys are. We played golf with Andy's hey, Brashaw's brother the yeah, other day. he's a kid. And he was like, oh, he's 21 or whatever. I was like, Jesus yeah. Christ, they are you know, well-rounded people for 21 or however old they are. Yeah, no, you're right. So I, again, as... Gunshire from last year, because I thought it was going to be last year, but I think he can be that 100 averaging player, which at price at 88, that's almost all you need him to be. And just below those top echelon uh, players with less risk of someone who's priced above that. Next name, we're getting close to the top 10. Number 11 comes in Christian Salem. Yeah, two years ago, was he all Australian? I reckon squad. Squad, yeah. Last year, closer to Casey. Yeah. Had the injury, had the injury early in the year, but even when he came back, just shows I suppose about getting consistent work into your game. Yeah, I think that's underrated. Yeah, yeah. People returning and from injury. Gussie Brayshaw was racking it back there. Salem probably felt like he was the third banana off that half back, as opposed to we had the one wood um, throughout. So maybe start a preseason again, start afresh. You're the man. You're taking the. Well, Steve May takes all the kick ins. Too much for a big man, doesn't? Yeah. It? It's like when Dean Cox used to run down and take him. <laughs> he didn't run yeah, cock, did mate, The cocky went down. That's used before that used to be able to run out and take extra stats That's how good a kick Dean Cox was. He used to run down and take some kick-ins. So you say, and the reason why he comes into calculation, because we're sitting there looking at our defence, thinking, how are we going to do this? We've got a forward line full of all these. And we talk more about structure and strategy in that in the season guide, but you've got a forward line full of, full of names. You wish you'd fit six of them in there. The Rosie, Butters, Moore... Dunkley. Taranto, Dunkley, they're all underpriced, all got upside. Yeah. Who are you going to start with? You ain't got the back line. You've got the three big guns from last year, Doherty, Lock. Dawson and Sinclair, who are so expensive. It's like, okay, yeah. well, who can then fill out that top six, um, who can save me a bit of money so I can spend Would it surprise you if Salem was in that category Well, he's never his been best year? His, best, his best ever is 95, but he's been 90, 89, 95, the three years before last yeah. year, which dropped to a 70. So... He comes in price at 74. 
If he gets back to where he was, which, as you mentioned... Was he, he hurt himself round one. Round one, he got injured on three. I think yeah. it was the first minute of the game. So, again, yeah. we like one of the stats in the the season splits. We give the season average, home and away, pre-buy, post-buy, last five, finals. Then we exclude their lowest score. And if then they played reserves, VFL, Waffle, we put that score in there too. Lined up with their centre bounce attendances, kick-ins. His excluding lowest was 75. So his price stat bumps from a... Uh, yeah, his average goes up from a 70 to a 75, yeah, still that low. He, he didn't have a good year. He well, that's what I mean. So he had a point. You wanted that to jump up more, didn't oh, you? I think, how, how old is Salem? Have you got his sheet there? 27. Well, he's been prime. It's prime time, Christian Salem. Uh, for Melbourne to go on and win the flag, they need him to be an Australian type player. Yeah, I think he. How, how, what, what's his price at and stuff? His price at 74. If he can get yeah, back oh, to mate, his 95, he, 20, I can see a 95. I can see a 95. But he averaged in the second half of the year 78, not including that injured game, because Brayshaw was there. So it's Gussie yeah, Brayshaw. Gussie goes midfield, Petrarca goes forward. That's, that's, what, that, that's what you want. So it's the old-fashioned pre-season watch. But yeah, yeah. kick-ins 15% from Chris and Salem last year. I think you'd... Why wouldn't you want Salem kicking it? I don't know. Well, Stephen May. I don't think anyone's arguing with Stephen May today. Punch even, him. Even his teammates. Into the top 10. Here we are, Zoe. Halfway oh, through. Oh, no. Bert. I'm, I'm up and about. Tip one of Bert. Oh, birdie. Chad Warner. Speaking of, we mentioned him a bit earlier. So, no question star of the... Well, he's already is a star of the comp, isn't he? Not a star. He's showed in games that he's a star. Yeah, yeah, games, yeah. But, but a star, a star he's is... consistently. Yeah. If, if, you, if he was on the table um, and you could get your pick of any Sydney Swan player, you're probably taking... Ta- probably him over Mills, yeah. Yeah, right. probably grabbing him. He's still only average 88. So he's one of those players because he's that goal kicker where you kick a goal, you get an extra six points. Yeah. You sit in the back line, take two, chip mark, chip mark, <laughs> get 12 points. Like you don't get the reward for those nah. bursting through the stop. It's super coach, a different story. Say, is he, does he go better in super coach? He averaged 97, super coach 88. Yeah. Fancy, which I think sums up what I, we mentioned last week. Second half of the year when he started flying 91, I think he's. He's going to be a starter. He's probably going to be a fantasy star at one point in his career. Yeah. I think he's going to be coming into his fourth season. We all know he's the most damaging mid in there. Yeah. He's probably going to get... Did a, he get tagged? He got time? tagged yeah, a couple of times. I reckon yeah. he's going to get tagged again, more again this year. So he's priced, same as Chair, around that high 80 mark. I can't see him getting up to... I wouldn't... Ha- I like watching him. I love watching him. And I think that's about the extent of the relationship. The issue is sometimes you like picking people you like watching. Yeah, no, he'll him. be in my side. Don't worry about that. <laughs> Just so you can sit back on a Friday But night. he's also got a bit of spunk about him too. He's on field, off field. Yeah, all that sort of stuff. Yeah, geez, I've already seen a bloody trap. <laughs> uh, next one. Now you can get into some players and show some intel of yours, uh, Xavier. Okay. Number nine, Will Day. Will Day. <laughs> Former pick 13. Uh, he was the earliest pick they had for a long time. Yeah, spent time in the midfield in the practice game, I saw. Mm. Um, look, he, Is that he, a good thing or a bad thing? Lightly <sighs> bodied, sort of pretty nippy, decent skills. Um, well, to, for fantasy, it's a good thing. You reckon for his own, fantasy? No, but for his own health and well-being, like an outside wingman sort of stuff. But... I think it's time for Will Day, uh, and I don't mean that in, in a critical way, to, to get a good run at it to start with, to find a position like this. And I, this frustrated me as a player when I was young. Forward one week, mid one week, back one week, mid, back, forward, tag. Like, Mitch needs to say to him, Will, 15 weeks, 10 weeks, you are a midfielder. Don't fuck around with the backs. Don't go forward. Don't go do stupid set shot kicking when they're doing it. Go do centre bounce craft. Yep. You're playing midfield for 10 weeks. And I'm not going to drop you. I'm not going to move you. And there might be some growing pains. But they're the chats that coaches have with young players. Sorry, I was dropping an F-bomb in there. But um, I, it, Mitch needs to do that. I think he's an, a very good player. But he could be a, a better super coach player, as we're just saying. Like, um, he, he, I, can, I, I can't see him getting really big numbers. But I can see him having 20... Really nice touches. Well, he had good numbers. So drafted 107 in his draft year. So he obviously knows how to yeah. accumulate. Year one, that I know it was shortened quarters, but he averaged 75 or adjusted 75. And all distribution down back came through him because he was running it's around with Frost. And, but now they've got Sicily, Scrimshaw, Jack Jayeth, Bramble likes running through it, Hardwick. Yeah. Says it, so I didn't know whether is he better off down back and kind of showing what he did in his first year seventy five when this year's price sixty one. What's Sam Mitchell got to lose by putting him in the midfield though? Yeah, it's probably gonna. Like, what is their midfield? Is Warple in there? Ward, 
Moore, McDonald. McDonald. Uh, Do you know what a funny Nukem. story? What about I was doing my fantasy team the other day? And I'd spoken to Liam Shields a fair bit lately, Selbs, just you know, chewing the fat. Doing my fantasy side, and I'm flicking through players, and I see Liam Shields in a North Melbourne jumper. Oh, you didn't even know. Yeah, where did that happen? Rang him. Where did you go to North Melbourne? I had no idea. <laughs> I'd spoken to him for six times since yeah. he'd been playing. Mate, how are you enjoying retirement? Hey, yeah. What are you doing with your time off? All this sort of shit. Must enjoyed it. Just talking away, and I had no idea you'd gone to North Melbourne. Back under Clark, eh? Unbelievable. Did you know that? Yeah, I did know that. Jesus. So let's finalise Will Day. Midfield, I think midfield might end up meaning wing, and we mentioned before, those wings these days don't get the ball. Particularly the a pre-season team... Pre-season games. Pre-season, yeah. Particularly a team who doesn't... aren't going to be on their terms a lot. If you're an outside mm. wingman, I think we're going to see scores of 55-65. Mitch is not playing chip-chip-chip game either. No, nah, so it'll be a disaster. Out. I think he needs to be CBA's 55 75, or won't be 75, 55-ish yeah. inside mid, give him a chance to tackle, but what last year laid 1.9 tackles a game. Mm. Know, I'm, I'm, I think I'd like him better if he was half-back. Oh, I, love, a few I, I like Will Day, but I think it's a stay away and just see. And if he has a breakout year, fantastic. All right, another defender will try to hunt for to outside of those top three yeah. to fill that position, Nick Dacos. I love him. Mentioned him last week, yeah. or mentioned him, I think, every podcast. You, yeah. you, you made the call early that you just want to see him become great at competition's something. best yeah. halfback flanker. And I think that's why they brought Tom Mitchell in. And that's what they're doing. Um, yeah, you, you be the best halfback flanker. How damaging is a good halfback flanker? Yeah, he's got that incredible crafty sort of looks one way. But also, he's got the absolute arrogance of a 19-year-old kid who could not care less who he's playing on. Yeah. And I'm going to run forward. And if you don't follow me, I'll kick a goal at the other end. I yeah. absolutely love We Doesn't knew that, care about missing we his, knew that in his first inside. game when Scott Pendlebury took a mark or something. And he almost tripped him over. He cut him off to get the handball receive off him. Yeah. I was like, it's like, I've said it multiple times. It's Grant Birchall. There was no endeavours of Grant Birchall to play midfield. He just wanted to play 300 games as a half-backer and be bloody good at it. And he was. He was exceptional. Corey Enright's another one we've spoken about. Just wanted to be an exceptional halfback flanker. Like, there's nothing wrong with being the best halfback flanker in the game. Yeah. And I reckon, especially this year, while they brought Tom Mitchell in, uh, I, I think he's going to be an outstanding halfbacker. So then, what that what does that mean for fans? Because he had an outstanding year last year. People saying the best ever first year yeah. player. So when it's halfback, there'll be times where he'll go midfield and stuff. Mm. Absolutely. But I think he's got a, his craft will be done in the back line. So in that case, if you that outside halfback runger, he had two tackles per game last year. So you need to get those big numbers for him to score. Well, I think he did have a big. He had one one forty seven in there. So he kick, obviously he kicked three goals. He had forty and kicked goals. Yeah, he? that day out. Yeah. Was, was, no, was Adelaide was, Oval. Yeah, maybe it was, yeah, it was Adelaide. Yeah. Adelaide. He averaged in the end eighty seven post by ninety, and that was a highest scoring pie on the list, more than any midfielder, ruckman, forward, whatever. So then it gets to the question, well, if you're this mm. running halfback flank who use your skills, they're a team who don't like sort of, oh, let, where is Dacos? Let's get it to his yeah. hands and chip, chip, chip. But I would go. say that Dacos likes getting into his hands and then getting it back into his hands. Yeah, I've seen him. It's him I was surprised to see on the average 87. So he does, yeah, First year player, though. So he, he was a high scoring player in Collingwood. Is he then going to jump to 100 when knowing everyone else was sub 87 or 90 in the back half of the year? I just worry about Collingwood in general. They're going to fall a bit this year, eh? I think so. Well, mate, how many... Was it 12 games by under a goal? Mm. You're not doing that again. I don't care who you are. Top four draw. I need to see him. It's hard. That's why this defence line is so tricky. You either got to pay gonna, up for yeah. the guns or you've got to take a punt on one of these. There will be two or three of those players who do break out and you go, Jesus Christ. Yeah, and you just want to be on the right one. Yeah. I'm more confident. We've mentioned Will Day and there's a few more to speak about, but... Could if he be a Sinclair? He could be a Sinclair. No dramas. Second year in. The way they dart around, they're sim- quite similar. But if this boy... Oh, you're saying Dacos, Dacos. could be a Sinclair yeah. be a 110. Yeah. 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 If Elliot Yo's body's right, he's probably the, the safe pick price at 71. But that, that's a I big think he's if. going well, isn't he? It sounds like he's going well. But he's still yeah. in this pre-season, done a little calf early days. But he's back training. He's... He's even his defender status, which is huge, but it sounds like he's doing a little switch with old. Is it Gimby, Jimby? Jin. Jinby. Jinby, Jimby. Yeah. He's going to be a superstar. Midfield halfback. If, you, if you're listening to this over East or whatever, you don't know a lot about him. Mm. He's got the big frame on him, quick, talented, academic. People uh, love him, eh? Lo- love him. 
So that it's an interesting switch. There's not many halfback midfields. Maybe Angus Brayshaw did a bit last year, but you don't know many people who switch from a halfback no. to a midfield. Remember Sam Mitchell used to actually and do it. Trying to do <laughs> it, <laughs> play off halfback with Yoey and uh, yeah. Jimby. I think if he's fit, he's and he can. If he's just halfback flanker, we saw him play that when he came back last year and averaged sixty-eight for a bit without many injury interruptions. That seventy-one, he's not going to beat it by enough. To go, but he's a he's always been you a good tackler. Not, when he was up and flying, 90, yeah, yeah. When he's up and he's done a one hundred six before. But you think you think even if he's not tackling and playing off half back, he'll take the kick ins. He's pretty arrogant. Like he'll be trying to demand that footy. To and, and you know, say arrogant is like, you know him. We yeah. know him. So he's not arrogant, like, but he just he got that strut, and and he he will be that frustrated. He's missed so much football, Yoey, the last couple of years. I think this is his time to blossom. Yeah, I'm confident in him. And he, that, he could be well over 90. I, but sounds like midfield. If, it was, if I knew he was just going to be a defender, I'd question it. But the fact is, uh, it sounds like that switch is happening midfield. So what, Shuey's moving out. You've got your... He sounds like he's gone half-back flank. Um, he'll be a bit everywhere, yeah. Yep. Redden retired. Yep. Chester, they all talk about he's probably not going to be ready at the start of the season. First-year player regardless, doesn't yeah. matter. So then it is... Probably going to have player. to be, and that's where we talked sorry earlier about Sheed. I was like, is he going to be a wingman? He probably can't be a wingman. Well, that's why you worry about. Out. That's why you worry about Hawthorne. Who we just spoke about their midfield. It is well and good that the kids play midfield time, but you also need some protectors in there. Yeah. Like you, oh, it was your mate who got rid of all the all the protectors, Mitchell? What's yeah. the other one? Not um, Amira. Amira. Um, yeah, no, no. I, I think Yoey's a, a winning pick. I know we're not really cutting people in yeah. half here, but. Elliot Yo is is a ninety plusser. Next name before we get into the top five, Gee, we're flying through these. Dave, eh? what are you worrying about? It's timing. Josh, Josh Kelly. <laughs> Again, I just set the premise why he's popular. Price at one hundred and two, and he's been in the past a one fourteen as a pure inside mid. Big two K time trial. Twenty twenty one second half year he's playing half forward. He yeah. forward so second half year he had CBAs up to sixty four, up from thirty three percent. Went one eleven to finish. First half last year fifty six percent CBAs, which is still pretty low, but okay. One hundred six dropped to thirty five percent, pushed mm. to a wing ninety six to finish the year, which is poor. They've lost Taranto and Hopper. Hopper. If he is the man to play inside mid, has to be. Then he's a one. Well, what we've seen one eleven second half of. Where was Josh Kelly's projections as a footballer three years ago? You reckon? Well, top three in the comp or in the comp? Yeah. Isn't it? And wh- wh- where do you need to play for that to happen? Inside mid. So but, what, what? No, there's no buts. Well, the but is that if you look at their list, it's you're not, it's you're easier not, now without Hopper. Jason Tatum's not coming off the bench. Yeah, but he you looks play him where they're meant to play. But Kelly looks like a wingman. I'm, I'm the, I watch him closely, and I think he has to be inside. He's better inside, better tackler, better contested than anyone thinks. But he's, he's just clean. But he just runs like a wingman, you know. But that's fine. Oh, Chuka, Chuka. Well, then if that's then the case, then he's that we mentioned before. Who, who are you? Who, who are you putting Paris? in? If you're if you're coach of the Bull, um, Giants, Giants. Who who are you putting in the midfield? Starting midfield before Josh Kelly. Tom Green? No, if your first pick, your first magnet that goes into the midfield, your very first magnet. Tom Green can only play midfield, so that's why he ends there. Yeah, but who's your first there. magnet? I think it's Tom Green and Kelly. It's Kelly. Tom Green and Kelly. It's Kelly. Then who else is it? I don't care. <laughs> it's bloody Kelly. Well, you've said you've put your team. If you're that confident in that midfield role coming... He's your man. Yeah. Price at 102. We know he can do 111 at least. That's what we did it back in the year before. He'll prove a good pick. And the I concern a- I've mentioned before, the, the coaches come from a game style where they're not going to let things. Mm. Well, we mentioned 111. That's not going to happen under Dimmer Hardwick's watch. Does Kingsley believe in those philosophies or has he got his own sort of methodology? Yeah, I, probably similar, but I don't think at the times Richmond had that type of player either, though. Mm. Um, they didn't? No. Nah. Uh, and shout out to my little brother today, who I think signed up to be a Giants member. Oh, nice. Living uh, a couple, uh, like a K from their base or something at yeah, the moment. Just moved up there. We'll get him around the Giants. Of course, we'll get him around the Giants. <laughs> so, long story short, you you think it's yes? I think you oh. need to see if he if his CBA is a fifty sub fifty preseason. I'd happily sit out on it mm. if it's like, yep first centre bounce and he's there. He's there, like he should be. He's there. Then he's a 110 plus, and that's at price at 100, goes 110. That's what you sort of play. There's still a little need. bit of pressure on the Giants. Like, it's a heap of pressure on the Giants. Yeah, so you look at, and I don't want to keep referring to Hawthorne, they're just going to be shit. Yeah. 
they got kids. Like they, they, they've just got kids. Whereas the Giants have still got maybe four of the top 10 or 15 paid in the league, maybe. Cornelio, Kelly, Green, yep. Whitfield. Potentially Green times two. For, but do you know what I mean? So they, 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 they can't be shit. Into the top five, Xavier. Back to Hawthorne. You would no, sorry. sorry. Warple. No, leave me out. Haven't seen, haven't heard, haven't watched, haven't... Well, the herd he, he is missed, that... He missed something the other day with a hip, did well, he? Well, the herd, no, the herd was that he dominated the intra sort of match sim. Yeah. And it's like he's got a point to prove. He but he would have been playing on a rookie. I, well, I reckon, one, he would have been playing on a rookie. And two, I reckon he might have even been not against what their starting midfield's going to be sort of thing. Um, well, usually, from memory, there's an A team and a B team. Uh, so if you're in the A team, the best five players are in that midfield. Yeah. It's just a man in his second season averaged 97, third season averaged 97, and that 97 in 2020, I remember it. What's the word? Distinctly? Distinctly. Distinctly. Where he was even, good old Roy put him in his rolling 22. He mm. was a form player of the comp. I didn't have him. That's when I was I loved him. coming up. Yeah. No, he, and he did an ankle early in the season. If he didn't do that ankle, he could have been a lot more than that 97. He's then averaged last year 52, which included a game where he scored 10. Mm. Not but injured. He never touched it. Not injured. He tackled the 100 10. Yeah. No, he'd gone off the boil. Um, you can't, so you, can't, you can't diss a kid that won a best of first in his second year or whatever uh, it was. You think Mitchell would love him? Well, he plays like the way he should be loved. But Mitchell... I, I, oh, I'm staying away. a couple of years ago that Mitchell, I, I watched him with it, like he sat down with him with a clip oh, going yeah. through his vision. And yeah. He goes, Warps, what are you doing there? Why would you do that? Yeah. Why are you trying to get that little 10-metre kick? Yeah. That's not your bread butter. Yeah. So that 97, those little marks, that's why I talked about Josh Kelly before. Are they going to get those sort of things out of the play? But he can tackle, though. He, he, like, they might not do the chip mark, but if they're not doing that, then it should be in tight and close. Mid only, he's lost his forward. I don't know. It, it, it's ridiculously cheap. He's priced 45 points oh, less he, than his he, career best. What's he priced at? 52. So I think he's in my team, but, like, yeah. It's one that you're going to keep for a couple of weeks. I can't see it staying for too long. So what we've mentioned it before, the midfield, of who knows what they're going to do. I, I'd, be, I'd be going Ward before Warpool. Yeah, in your fantasy yep. team. Yeah. What about if you're Tom, if you're Sam Mitchell, are you giving Warple another run, even though you know? Yeah, yeah. But Ward's a magnet that goes up before him. Yeah. I like, I like your magnets. You'd I was going to say, do you like that? Do you like me putting it in magnet magnet chat? Well, they do it. I remember you used to always look at the, the magnet board, and if you last on the bench, oh shit. <laughs> well, at least you didn't. You knew you weren't going to get the green vest. Yeah, the five on the bench. <laughs> uh, number four. Similar, my view to Chad Warner. This is Luke Davis Uniac, mm-hmm. where well, he's a K. I'm not going to say he's a star of the comp because he already hasn't done it for long enough. But he showed patches there last year where he was drafted before, no, after Andy Brayshaw, and everyone's like, "Oh, well, Dockers have got to." And no one can fault Andy Brayshaw what he's going to do. Almost won a Browner last yeah. year, but you'd almost if draft was tomorrow. There'd be an argument to say who you're going to take, LDU or Brayshaw. Well, I remember Matthew Lloyd said, and this was three or four years ago. Oh, Chris, Judd, us, Judd. Mm, coached him at uh, school, yeah, or yeah, or whatever it was. A Judd did not see one trait of Judd. Well, last yeah. year there was probably five or six games. Can be wayward and get tackled at times trying to do too, too much. He gets trouble for you know Judd. He never did too much. He yeah. just did just enough perfectly. Davis Uniac tries to do too much a bit. Um, it has been a slow him. burn. It's it, not it like has. a Brayshaw, which came straight on the scene second year. So he went first year LDU, averaged 40, yeah. 53, 71. You're like, oh, is this a bust of a pick? Yeah. 82, yeah, he's okay. 93 last year, which doesn't even look that good on face value, but his second half of the year went so 106. I've got some of the stats up here. So he had games at the start of the season. Four touches, 20, 22, 23, 16, 23, and he missed a game in there. He injured, had a 14 so. in there. That was the injured one. So, again, uh, that's what bumps up. A four, four, yeah, four disposals that day. And then from rounds 13 onwards, there's a 33, a 36, a 33, a 28, a 30 and 2, a 30, a 37. And in oh, there, crazy. And in there, like, 11 tackles in a game. So like, And he had it a few – he tackled more than I thought, that sort of player. Yeah. But 
what surprised me more is that he would come off these 40 possession games, broke records for clearance numbers. They really almost beat the Pies that one day. And he yeah. Just, come the next week to a team who's got a tag and the questions always came through with the questions, Maroon's Magic. Yeah. Oh, do we get LD? I said, oh, he's destined to get the tag this week because they're coming up against, forgot who it would have been with a tagger. Yeah. The tagger kept going to Jai Simkin a couple of times to finish the year. Surely this year they go, it's a bit like the chat with Warner v mm. Mills. Pick four. You're tagging... You pick four, two after one before Cherry, two after Brayshaw, and Brayshaw's a one ten player. Mm. So that's where you can kind of be. Um, Finish the year one oh six. I don't think he's going to get the chance. If he's one oh six, mind you, his one oh six came from eighty two percent CBAs, fifty nine percent first half with eighty three. So when he's in the middle, when he was in there, he was doing. I, could, I don't think opposition teams are going to let him get as much ball. Mm. I just don't think they tag. I just don't think they're going to tag North Melbourne because they're going to be no good. Yeah. Um, and also another element of LDU is he had like some personal. His father passed away. Um, yeah, you know, he had dealt with that as a youngster. I, I, I think that um, uh, yeah, I, I'm a big LDU man. Price at ninety three, you probably <laughs> yeah. want a one hundred five from, which is what he did post buy. So you know he's capable. He's shown in the past he's improved year to year on year, a bit of a slow burn. Clarko so will... So his boxes, I'm, I'm concerned of that tag. Uh, but you're right, why would you tag Why are you tagging North Melbourne? <clears throat> Mate, teams don't really tag as it is. Yeah, it came about a bit last year towards yeah, but, the end. But not, but you're not, yeah, not North, North Melbourne. Melbourne. Jeez, you're stiff if you're North Melbourne getting tagged. <laughs> if I come on. Does Clarko listen to this? <laughs> I hope not. <laughs> Top three. And at one point he was sitting at number one, and I thought, here we are. I've got one I'm going to add at the end. But yeah. going on. You mentioned him earlier, Baz Lenka. So you're of the view he needs to be inside. He that's, de- that's derailed his needs. own season. Absolutely derailed his own season. Yeah, through multiple attributes. So first half of the year, nine rounds in, he was the number one player in fantasy, where he had a combo which I've never seen before. He was playing 94% time on ground mm. and centre bounces were like 60 so I'll like, put those two together if you run like he runs you're going to average 130 or 118 I think he was going at Madness. first nine rounds here's another foul pick by me in the end he then headbutted missed a couple of weeks came back video came mm. round missed a couple of yeah. weeks so he missed five of the next six and then I think back half the year he averaged 90 but he was he wasn't his time on ground dropped right back yeah he wasn't the same player. So he's the one who comes in price at the 105 oh, shit, yeah, mark. did, didn't he? Time on ground went way down. He compared to the first He wasn't half. coming off the... Time on ground early was from round to what, 97, 95, 94, 92, 92, 97, 92, 91. Yeah, so it wasn't... Well, I was of the view it wasn't sustainable, but maybe it was he kept on delivering. So well, why aren't more people doing what he's doing, just yeah. staying on the ground? So uh, but he missed a lot of footy too. So he missed, what, four? Five or six weeks with the headbutt slash... And then did the he, video. Yeah, okay. Uh, just quickly, just looking at the way he started the season. 33, 11 tackles. 31, 36, 43. Then just 29, 26, 24 and 2. Then 41, 34. Then all hell broke loose. So he so played one game between round 10 and 18. Yeah. Yeah. So he's priced at 106 if he's that Ooh. midfield player goes back to fully fit we've seen there was a period last year where was like well he's by far the best player in the comp because he can't miss with the opportunities getting plus his running capacity I, I think he needs to play midfield the running capacity scorn. the running capacity he's a, 50, he's a 15 run kick at 60 player you they just need him trees. at 106 we mentioned it's great to show how adapt and on tune the People are submitting, like these are, we're not talking overpriced. These are players who you need to be getting, and if they pay off, they're going to go well. They're not all going to go well. We're talking 20, we're saying upside with all of them. I put the tweet out during the week. Last year, we were seeing upside in Warple went back, upside in Chera went back. It doesn't always happen the way you think it's going to go. You've got to pick the right ones. But the thought is if Bailey Smith returns that 115 player, could be the best midfielder in fantasy, you break sure of last year. If he doesn't, if he goes back to 93, which he did post-buy last year, mm. he paid 106. Other people paid 100 for someone yeah. else who mentioned he goes 110. That's your season Sweet. done. So it's a, it's a risky pick in that regard. CBA's a watch. Oh, part of me even... What did you do the year before CBA's, out of interest? CBA's 29% in 2021. Average 88. Yeah. What about, I just look at his 53. finals. Semi-final v Brisbane, 27-3. and three. 
prelim final against Port Adelaide. This is the year before. Yeah, well, that's when he's playing as a half forward. 23 and, he, and 4. He'd run up the ground yeah. and then just, with his running again, just sprint forward, find the ball and yeah. kick bags of goals. Going to that grand final, he just had 50 disposals and kicked 7 goals in and 2 that's weeks. that's the other risk. It's like, well, do they get him back to that damaging goal kicker? <laughs> no, nah, their goal kicking the isn't concerning. Runner. Roy Love, who's, I, I think... Um, Divisive with what people's opinions are. I mean, he still kicked 40 goals last year. So you're adding that. Jamara and Naughty. You don't need Baslanka there. Two to go. Hayden Young comes in at number two and another one of those batches of defenders, which, as I said, season guide will have a deep chat about defenders and how to structure it, considering we've got... I've never seen such a gap between the top three and then just a blanket over them. And you throw that blanket, you've got a man who's priced the 16th most expensive player mm. amongst that lot. And he's a fourth-year player who averaged 110 in finals, showed that he's got what it takes and the attributes to be potentially that top six player, which is what you're kind of hunting for. What's your view on Hayden Young? I think he's a nice player, but I don't think he needs to be a 25 to 30 disposal-getting player. I think he's one that should have, if he has 20 kicks, no handballs. The marks, we don't need the chippity chip, chip, chip. Just get the footy in your hands and kick it. And I don't think that equals high scores. Yeah. But I think it equals all Australians, if that makes sense. What would you guess his kick-ins were last year, given how good of a kick he is? So Luke Ryan would do a stack. Mm. Uh, 12%. Yeah, 12, mate. Is it 12? Yeah, it's 12%. Yeah. You've been pretty good today, so if you even... I didn't drink last night. Recording this on a Thursday (laughs) So My view I'm almost with you in that regard That he He has that attribute He's gone from a 60 52 average year one He's in the season 69, 90 So he's obviously Shown that he's How many games did he play last year? Last year played 22 Year before 10 or 7 Year before 8 and 5 So Full pre-season. I think he's put his hand up to be in the leadership group and he want, he's got leadership. Yeah, no, love him. Love him. Kid. Again, again, another grand What surprised me, goes back and takes intercept marks. I always yeah. thought he was just a neat Tough kicker-ish. It's just I watch him and that's why be, I just need to see him actually to the eye because the times I watch him, he seems too nice and neat that he's happy for Ryan to get that kick and let them go and he'll lay a shepherd. Whereas Nick Dacos yeah. is there screaming his head like off. Like a rabbit, footy. mate. Yeah. If I had a kick like Hayden Young, mate, I'd be... You'd just be running around everyone, wouldn't you? Yeah, Whereas I haven't goes, seen him do that because I don't think he's got that killer instinct in terms yeah. of he doesn't care if he gets But I think it equals all strength. I don't think it equals fantasy. Yeah, so I need to see his vigour in pre-season to make that final call. The big debate, him or Dacos. Do you reckon Yo would Dacos score more head. points off halfback than Young? Only because he's got that confidence. Yeah, that's what I mean. And yeah. arrogance, but not yeah. in a bad way. Of Number one, and we're talking. We, the way I did it, and I did all the tallies, did all this properly... Request got a vote. If you someone liked that tweet of a request, they got a vote. Coming in with 50 requests, and maybe it's because someone likened him to you and that got a few likes in that tweet, which then maybe bumped him up. But Tom Green, oh, your yeah. son, they call him. Yeah. Do I, do I tell you about year 10 formal night? Pooey. What do you mean? <laughs> That's when little Tom was. Oh, Tommy, yeah. Okay. <laughs> Tom Green. So he's obviously. We talk about these players. He's in his fourth year, like a few of these other players we've mentioned before who have already broken out, whether it's a Warner, mm. LDU. He's yet to really show the comp. He's given us snippets, but he's yet to show, here I am, I think. But Well, round one he did. Remember round one? Well, I think the first three games of last year he was. Well, my something. syndicate bet for him round one without looking was to have 30 touches. Yeah. And I reckon he did. Uh but for an instant, like when you said who's the first magnet you put in, Tom Green, it's the only position he can play. 58% centre bounces he got there. Because they, they just had a merry-go-round at GWS with Hopper, Taranto, Cogs. They mm. even started running Bruin and all that his through first, there. His first four weeks, 31-2, and two, 34, 29-2, and two, shit out, 17-2, and, and then 34. Like yeah. he, he was shot out of a cannon. Yeah. So he's obviously can do it. And what surprised me are those goals. I thought he was very much a... Old school nah, Paddy Cripps and just kicked, getting those little handballs. After round four, he kicked three goals. Yeah. So, mate, yeah. Price at 85, comes in 85. That early round form, I think he was going 105. Needs to tackle or more. Something. There's games with nine tackles and there's games with one tackle. Well, average for the year four, which is low. Mm. What's really low is his marks, 2.8. 
So how did he not get a mark playing at the Giants? Well, because he's his big bodied, sort of a bit slower, doesn't yeah. run out. <laughs> but you're right. Like if he's getting two point eight, then yeah. new style Giants, he hey, might be getting one. Harry Himmelberg was getting fourteen. Yeah. So I'm not as bullish as others are in fantasy. We'll talk super coach later when, for those super coaches because when and the way we match up mm. this season guy, we've got key stats where they measure their performance against those who are top in their positions. So you know how far off they are, and you look at it. He's two tackles off the top eight. Oh, sorry, top eight midfielders. So, yep, you think if he can get that CBAs from 58 to 78 with Which no you think it's certainly going to get He can do that. Yeah. Marks, he's got to get up from two to about five. I don't think he can pop up for three extra marks. And then possessions, sorry, kick to handball ratio. He only has 10 kicks, 13 handballs, whereas it's 50 50 split for those top. And that includes. Well, you know why? I'm picks. looking at it now. 255 contested disposals to 267. Uncontested. So, every second disposal, he's getting mauled. Yeah. So. Super coach wise, I know a lot of people aren't as interested in that, and we'll do a separate one for those super. But coaches. sign up if you are, because I've just signed up. Oh, yeah, we'll get around it, super coach. But his stats: he's got bigger disposal efficiency, or larger disposal efficiency, larger contested possession rate, and equivalent clearances to the top eight mids. He just doesn't have as many possessions. If he gets an extra four possessions a game in the mm. midfield, more centre backs, he's going to be a top eight mid, and I think he's a great super coach pick. Fancy wise, handballs too much, doesn't take enough marks. And tackles, as you said, they're lower than I expected, but with a 57% CBAs, if that gets up to 75, I think he can bump it up a few. So he's going to bump up his average mm. from 85. There's just a chance that 85 becomes an Ollie Wines of three years ago. Well, it's that's like Ollie a 93. Yeah. Best case, maybe 100, which if you average that out, it's not going to be a good enough pick. That 85 price point, that's not far off what LDU is, who's yeah. we've seen him do 106 in the past. So... Fantasy-wise, I'm not as hot, but then again, we see him come out of the gate last year. If he does that in the preseason, 70% CBAs looks trimmer. Like, I've seen that footage go around. We speak about that preseason filter. Lifting weights. Lifting weights. Did you see the – that was good content by the Giants. That was good content. With the phone. asking. So they had Tom Green texting the media manager saying, hey, it's my birthday. Can yeah, you use a photo of me using weight, lifting weights in the gym? They're pretty good, the content. Yeah. They did another one. And that's why we're signing up as members. Well, hey, no, we're not I'm signing up. We'll just quick one on Giants. So they had a good one with – you know that famous one with the the dad, the husband lying in bed, sort of facing the other way, stressing, and then the wife's lying down thinking, oh, is he having an affair? You know the yeah. meme? Oh, meme, meme? Meme. Meme, shows how old I am. <laughs> and it's like, is him, Harry Himmelberg playing forward or defence? Which, again, good content. Yeah. That's all fancy. Yeah, no, they're right. good, they're good. So I replied saying, great content. Oh, I saw this. How about replying to email when I emails. said, where's these photos from yeah. my Caesar guide? Nothing. It had to it always ratioed them. Did they get to you? Nothing back from them. So Still. I even today screenshotted that. Tweet and said, "Hey, I thought you you, you better to call them, or yeah, do, or, or find the find the media managers." Uh, anyway, hey, for Chloe, anyway, quickly, we love St Kilda, all on them. Yeah. Boss the boss, come marching. Hawthorne, hey, no, no, you th- thank Hawthorne first. They well, dive straight first. in. Hawthorne, we're members there. Frio, you think they should because a fundraiser for their big sale-up thing, and Richmond come through. So all those supporters will pat your team on the back. Yeah, uh, if I said to you, Tom Green's played forty-five games at the Giants. Mm. The Giants, I reckon, almost have gone through, gone in as not premiership favourites, but you know, after their reason, oh, we get sucked in. We are the greatest Giants suckers, aren't we? We get sucked in all the time. Yeah, that's why I'm trigger trigger shy. Forty-five games. How many do you reckon Tom Green's won? Thirty. Eighteen. Yeah. They've been bad, haven't they? Oh, they've been deplorable. And I'm, I'm telling you, like, it's because they had Tom Green playing 58% last year in the centre bounces. They had t- Josh so, Kelly. So who will still get me tuning in? If Toby Green's playing. Yeah, we love Tom. I'm, t- I'm tuning in. So you mentioned you had a player, one to add to the list. Oh, uh, just 20. a really, really, really random rogue, shocking one. Yeah, okay. I'm picking this player and I'm just going to ride him, okay? I can see him playing a little bit more like Sicily. I can see him uh, injury-free. He's going to take a leadership role. I'm going to take Darcy Moore this year. He's not injury-free for first, for one. Well, I saw him getting back on the track, sorry. Yeah, so he had I surgery. he's going to even miss round one. He's going to miss round one. Right. My comment to him, star to key defender in real life, just not in fantasy, icon interrupted pre-season, which when you go to your filtering... When it's live, you can get rid of anyone without interrupting preseason and see who's 
attractive. But yes, he's KC, cheap. He's mate, captain. His price. He's captain. His price of fifty six. He's which is cheap. He's done seventy three before, but no. He's going to be captain. As much as I love you, Zave. Mate, last four weeks, 24, 24, 34, 31. Anything else for us before we wrap up? Because this is the last time you'll speak to a lot of us because it's only, as I mentioned, 1% of the comp end up committing to the to the membership. So we'll, we'll still do a few uh, public podcasts. We'd like um, having a chat and getting around. There's also that newsletter, which I've been a bit slack on because I've been doing these profiles. Now they're finished, the free newsletter. I'll start pumping out a few... More newsletters over the pre-season, including when the uh, pre-season games kick off. Only one percent of the comp are members. Yeah, what, what, than, what numbers do we have? Where you have last year, top ten. A good chunk end up finishing, which is good. And we did so. Yeah, but each of their own. People like to pick their, it's own, their own. It's half a bloody coffee and half chest with a car. Mate. Anyway, even I so pay. We're on. Uh, look forward to chatting to the rest who do commit for the season guide. Uh, we've got plenty in store, as I mentioned, revamps. New look, new stats, extra podcasts, and I'm excited to bring it about. Early Feb, please don't nag me if it doesn't come then because it means we've got issues, but hopefully 2nd of Feb, I'll almost commit to that day. 2nd of Feb. Yeah, it gives me one day. Are we having a seafood platter this year when you release it? <laughs> we say seafood platter. is a little fish and chip shop, deep fried squid. Oh, nice, day, but a yeah, nice, little nice, di- little nice little dinner for two. Dinner for two. All righty, chat to you soon. Trout out. Trout out.